1: Good afternoon, this is Front Row on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. A new monologue by theatre legend Chin San Sui is set to be presented over two weekends starting from tomorrow. Titled Akong, the titular character is a retiree who recalls his youthful days in Tanjung Pindang and Ipoh and his other memories of days gone by. So I'm going to find out what's in store from Alvin Louis, who will be playing Akong. Uh, He joins me now. Welcome Alvin, how are you today?
0: I'm good, thanks for having me.
1: Absolute pleasure! Thank you so much for joining me today, Alvin. So I was reading your bio: uh, group exercise instructor turned HR manager, but also, you know, clearly somebody who has been performing on stage for a while. How did the performing arts find you, or how did you find the performing arts? Uh,
0: um, I, I guess I've always loved the stage. Um, I, I was thinking back that day that my first performance was when I was six years old.
1: Wow! Um,
0: in the kindergarten, yeah, doing a very mild version of lion dance. <laughs> and, um, uh, my teenage years were mainly spent in church and I did some church stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, when I got into the gym, I started doing these exercises and the group exercise and I fell in love with the programs. And <laughs> from then on, I started teaching classes as well. And to me, um, it's not that different from performing because you still have to prepare the uh, choreography. You still have to plan what you want to say to encourage your members to work out with me, you know? Mm. Um, but. To go into theatre, per se, I I guess the person who got me into it is my wife, Karen. Um, Because uh, when we got married, uh, I discovered that she has this bucket list. And one of the things she wanted to do was to be in a musical. And that was 2009, when we just got married. And um, then she she found this um, audition at KLPAC and dragged me along. (laughs) And somehow, I can't remember the details, but I ended up auditioning as well. And the good news is she got in, but I didn't. Oh dear, yeah. okay. Yeah, and um, initially I wasn't thinking much about it, but after that, somehow I became sad and and very disappointed. You know, I, I was having dreams of the director calling me back.
1: Oh, it was wow. that bad. Okay. Really,
0: it was that bad. So so I, I don't know what happened. And, and then um, I, th- I think about one month later, I saw another audition notice also in KLPAC. And uh, this time uh, I went alone mm-hmm. and I was fortunate to be selected for the musical Adam the Musical, directed mm-hmm. by Joe Hasham. And that's how I started.
1: Okay. And, you know, and you know, it's just been quite a few roles after that, right? I mean, I know you've seen your name pop up so many times. Uh, maybe you can share some of the previous roles that we might have seen you in
0: um for musical i've done adam the musical uh, the original and the restaging in 2018 i think mm-hmm. um i was in dama's uh, empress Wu the musical mm. and i also did my church uh, musicals uh sibkl everworld and isha and Everworld actually won uh bo cameronian's award for a few awards actually yeah and uh, the last one the last musical i was in is um fortune cookie the musical by cult productions that uh, was last year and I did a few plays. Um, one of the plays I did was the English adaptation of the Chinese play, uh, Lei Yu, hmm. Thunderstorm. Uh, it was directed by uh, Datuk Florida, American um, And to be honest, mostly I do musicals. Okay. And uh, the funny thing was um, the first play I was in, I mistakenly assumed that I was auditioning for a musical. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The the audition notice mentioned that oh there'll be a bit of singing and dancing. Mm. And during the process of rehearsal, I realized that singing and dancing was only the last five minutes of the play. <laughs> <laughs> so I always told them I stumbled into play by accident. You know, I didn't I, I never thought I would do plays. I mm. I was more confident, uh comfortable as well in musical because I sing, um I play the piano, um, organ and and I do the drums. So I thought that I'll never do plays, but Somehow it happened. <laughs>
1: okay. And it's interesting that now you're going to be performing in a monologue. I mean, we're going to get to that in a little bit. But yeah. you know, just very quickly, I also know that uh, I was reading that you also write uh, short musicals and songs. And that, I think, is also in collaboration with your wife.
0: Yes, mostly with my wife. Um, we took part in the Short and Sweet Festival mm-hmm. um, back in 2011 as actors in, in musicals. So we did a few things. We saw the view, uh, performances of uh, the groups. And then I thought to myself, hmm. I think I can do something like this, um, or to be honest, uh, I thought that I could do something better, you know. That was a, that was a feeling when you're new to the industry. And so um, we started writing together. And uh, subsequently, we submitted a few musicals, which won a few awards. And uh, But we don't usually perform our own piece, mm-hmm. um, except last year, which um, I directed my wife in a musical called Cursed. Uh, because it's a journey of a mother taking care of a son who has haemophilia. It was a subject that was very close to my wife's heart. And because of that, she wanted to write a musical on that. Mm. So we we collaborated together again and um, I directed her. And she was performing alone on stage. It was a one-woman musical.
1: Okay. Musical, huh? Okay.
0: Yes. Yeah. Wow. And and for, for Short and Sweet Song, we sort of do it because... Well, usually when we do it, it's when we are lazy to write a musical. Mm. A musical is 10 minutes and um, a song can be two, three minutes. It's easier in that sense. Sure. And it also became a bit of a shock and project for us because we will perform our own songs. Mm. Um, and the first song we did was called Hungry, where we perform in character as Hungry Ghosts. Hungry,
1: okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So it was fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. And I've read very briefly the synopsis of Akong, right? And, you know, I'm guessing that mm. there's some very uh, compelling storytelling, which is why, you know, you probably also wanted to take on this role. But, you know, what are some, you know, in terms of your own writing and in terms of taking on Akong, you know, was there a piece of storytelling that had a major impact on you, the way you write, the way you perform, those sorts of things?
0: Um, not quite. Um, I, I'm quite open to all types of music and style, okay. in that sense. Uh, but if you talk about anything that impacted me in the musical, um, mm-hmm. I, I guess it would be the first one I was in, mm-hmm. uh, I don't musical, because it, it was not so much of the story, but it was the subject matter, AIDS mm-hmm. and HIV. Um, before that, before joining the musical, I used to think that when you have uh, you are HIV positive, it is a death, death sentence, you know, that's it. Your life is gone. Yeah. But... I learned during the process that uh, with the advancement of medical science, and it is not so. There is a uh, sort of, you know, medicine to control it, and and things are much better than previously. Um, and also during the uh, rehearsal process, we get in touch with uh, MAC, the Malaysian AIDS Council. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met with people from there, and people who are HIV positive, and they share their their struggle, their challenges uh, with the stigma, you know, being a HIV positive person and how they are treated by society. So I, I hold that very close to my heart. And because of that, when 2018, when uh, Joe decided to restage it, I raised my hand. I told you, I'm coming in. You know, you can put me as an ensemble. I'm fine. Mm. I just want to be part of it again. Mm. Yeah.
1: Okay, alright, that's lovely. Um, And, and I yeah. guess, you know, let's let's talk a little bit about Akong now, right? So, how did you get yeah. involved in uh, this production, you know, and, and start to collaborate with the extremely renowned Qin Sansui?
0: Yeah, <laughs> to be honest, um, um, it was also by chance. Okay. Um, he was doing this uh, this Shakespearean play, Macbeth, right, back mm. in 2016. And um, it was, we told, with the elements of uh, Chinese opera. And at that time, I think he was shot on actors. So, Another actor was in the production, a friend of mine, Ming King, he he went around asking people, hey, you want to do this or not, think so, or do Shakespeare, you know? So I thought, okay, it's quite interesting, I've never done Shakespeare before, and doing Chinese opera is something also very different from what I'm used to. Yeah. So. I, I, I thought I just signed up for it and I went for the show and it was quite a good uh, experience. <laughs> Doing um, Shakespeare, you learn a lot, you know, trying to understand the text, uh, what it's about. Um, I guess uh, during the production, we, we clicked, uh, Sun Tzu and I, um, and this is our third collaboration, actually.
1: Okay. The what's... second
0: one, the second one was uh, Emily of Emerald Hill.
1: Mm, mm-hmm. We.
0: We actually did a storyteller version of the play. Uh, he thought that this could be done by a man uh, as a storyteller, so it wasn't the uh, Ivan Hain cross-dressing kind of a show. Okay, that's what
1: right. we did.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, all right. So at the start, I sort of briefly gave a, a synopsis of the of the story. Right? Can Can you give mm-hmm. us a a bit more? I can a bit more fleshed out premise of you know what you're gonna be performing on stage. Uh,
0: uh, it's it's about this uh, retiree. Uh, his name is Ku Simbin, Bin, uh, reminiscing the good old days before Medica. He talks about um, the challenges, uh, the, his life during the war, um, the emergency, and also he towards the end he shared about his uh, relationships with his family, his uh, mother, uh, his wife, his sisters. Um, it's pretty light in the beginning, but it gets a bit heavier towards the last. Uh, I would say fifteen or twenty minutes of the play. Um, Sansui wrote it during the pandemic. Uh, he wrote quite a lot of things during the pandemic, uh, but I think this one he got inspiration from his grandfather. I suspected. Oh, okay. He's not said, <laughs> not said that
1: la. He's not said that.
0: I don't. I. I. Well, we were talking about it, and because he 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 was writing another play, um, it's ama grandmother actually. Oh. Um, he he said that he he told this uh, thing about. Uh, Grandmother to, to her mother, who is say in Sydney, who is over 100 years old. And, and he, he also mentioned that he briefly told her that, yo, he, I wrote this music, uh, this play called Akong. And um, his mother said something like, hey, what's so interesting about Akong? There's nothing, there's nothing good about it. So, but I think that is what he, he did. He wrote something based on his grandfather.
1: Okay, all right. And maybe you can uh, help us, uh, help discuss, you know, some of the themes that are explored through the story.
0: Um, I would say the themes will be on uh, regrets and living the, with the uh, decision we make, mm. the consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, based on what I, I've done in the text, uh, in the play, I think it's about, the lesson I learned is that we need to make decisions with a bit of empathy. Um, because I find that this Akong, uh, Tends to make decisions harshly, without thinking about other people. Um, he thinks primarily about himself. Okay. What he feels, what he thinks, he feels that he's always the victim. He's not. Mm. The, he's not. Uh, he doesn't care about anybody. So at the end of the day, at the end of his uh, towards the end of the play, he he realized that he has made a mistake.
1: I yeah. see okay so sort yeah. of that the, the sort of like a journey sort of um, uh, element to it like you know uh, yeah. recalling mistakes and you know sort of like a, yeah. yeah okay all right yeah. and um, you know for you prefer, uh, taking on this role right I mean is this your first solo mm. performance you know how did you prepare for it
0: um, well my first was uh, like I said earlier Amelian oh yes of Emerald course Hill. that's right sorry yeah. you were the storyteller <laughs> we, sorry we, no yeah, we staged it twice in 2019 mm-hmm. um, my experience with that and this one is very different um, for me, um, when I was doing Emily, I, I sort of have a blueprint with uh, with Pearly's yeah. performance. I've I've seen Pearly Chua in mm. a few plays and um, a few Emily's. so I sort of know what the story is about, what what she went through, and so in a way, I sort of um, took that as on looking at her as a outsider. And narrating the story. Yeah. And to a certain extent, I, I was also channeling a lot of my elder sister <laughs> in, in my version of Emily. Um so so much so that um Chris Ling, when we talk about it, he said, Yeah, I, I find it a bit annoying that, that you remind me so much of your sister. <laughs> you know? He said, yeah, that's how it is because Oh, that's the the closest lady I know, you mm-hmm. know, who is about, about that age. Um, for akong, um, being an original piece, um, I guess I have to start from scratch. Um, basically, I had to search in my memory of my grandfather, my uncle, how they behave, how they talk in those days, and had and and, and I have to just build and create this uh, new akong. You know, mm-hmm. um, as far as the. The story uh, uh, he talked about during the war everything, the good thing is I am a history buff, I love history, and um, World War Two is something I'm quite passionate about, so I'm, I'm quite familiar with the happenings mentioned in the play, uh, talking about World War Two or post-war emergency as such, it's, it's not that difficult. But it's the character, I think, that's the one.
1: Mm-hmm. And how has yeah. it been for you, you know, bringing this character to life, you know, like sort of embodying all these things that Sansui has written, you know, becoming, becoming Akong, how has that been for you?
0: Um, it's a challenge because I am not that old. <laughs> and um, I think the first few rehearsals, it was, they have, he has to ground me. He has to make me feel and talk older. Mm. Um, generally, I talk very fast. And in the play, I had to slow down so much. You know, I have to enunciate everything. So it was a good experience. And that is why I took up the challenge of doing this play. Um, like I said earlier, I'm always more comfortable in musicals. Correct, yeah. so, so doing musicals, it's okay, it's doable. But doing a Akong, it's a challenge. It's doing something that I am not comfortable with. And uh, to be honest, there is certain parts in the play I still struggle up to today. You know, mm-hmm. we had our last rehearsal uh, yesterday night, mm-hmm. and it, it's still a struggle. I'm still trying to overcome that, and but I'm doing it because of that. I want to challenge myself.
1: Okay, all right, and you know, for anyone who's uh, going to come watch, uh, you know, it's, it's starting on the first of April, of course, tomorrow. Um, you know, what do you, what would, what can they expect? You know, I mean, in terms also of you know, not just your performance, but the setting, you know, the stage and things like that.
0: Um, it's very simple staging actually. Um, you will only see a, a rocking chair. Um, And uh, the audience will be taking a trip down memory lane with Akong. Uh, You'll see the pride he has of his achievements and uh, also uh, the regrets he has to live with because of some decisions he made in his youth. Okay.
1: All right. Well, it yeah. sounds it sounds really really interesting, and I'm sure you know it would, you know, even if you can't relate to it, you know, there's possibly like it will remind you of somebody you know definitely, right? There's there's stories yeah. there that we're all kind of familiar yeah. with, or themes that we're all quite familiar with, right? So yes, definitely, definitely yeah, something definitely. Yeah. for everyone. Mm. Uh, any final sound that that you'd like to leave our listeners with, or uh, why we should all come and watch uh, sure. you on stage?
0: Okay. Um, well, Akong is an original piece by Chin uh, San Sui. Um, it is a story that touches on our country's past and. Uh, the good, the bad, and the downright ugly. Um, it's written and staged in a very simplistic method, and I said, and it's very easy to follow. You won't, I guarantee you, you won't leave the show uh, scratching your head and asking, what did I just watch? That is for sure. I guarantee you that. <laughs>
1: That's a relief, you know, because I find that really hard for me all the time. But okay, so something relatable, something that we can all uh, definitely take away. Well, thank you so much, uh, Alvin, for joining me today. I've been speaking to Alvin Louis, the uh, performer for Akong. He's the actor uh, playing the titular character. Um, So Akong is going to be staged at Five Arts Center, which is located on the ninth floor of GMBB over at KL. So it's on the 1st and 2nd of April, and then again on the 15th and 16th of April. Shows on Saturday, there are two shows on Saturday at 3 p.m. and 8 p.m. And one show on Sunday at 3 p.m. And tickets are priced at 28 RingGit and 38 Ringgit and can be purchased online at cloudjoy.com. And I think all the information is on the website. Um, My thanks again to my guests. And uh, if you miss any part of our conversation today, you can always search for the podcast at slash front-row or you can find it on the BFM app. This has been Front Row on the Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast